Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast with me, your host, Patrick Fox. This podcast is for the guys out there who question the role that alcohol plays in their lives, men who want to stop drinking and don't know where to go or how to start. We're going to cover all of that and more. Let's go. Hi guys and welcome to episode 24 of the Alcohol Rethink Podcast. Last week we were talking about beliefs and we were going through what beliefs are and how they show up in our lives and this week we're going to be talking about belief portals. Belief portals are where we begin to explore what it's like to believe something different, where we begin to challenge what we have previously believed. And before I dive into all of that, I want to give you a little update <laughs> because last week on um, the Friday, I sent out the podcast and on that Saturday at four o'clock in the morning, I was getting up to do the David Goggins 4x4x48 challenge. David Goggins, if you're not sure, is a US Navy SEAL and he does a lot of mad shit. He goes for 100 mile runs and just lots of crazy stuff. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with David Goggins yesterday and he was talking about how he did three hell weeks in one year. So the hell weeks are part of the SEAL training and they are just absolutely mental. We barely get any sleep and you are pushed to the absolute limit, both physically and mentally. And he brought out this challenge. He started it last year. So Every four hours, you run four miles across the space of 48 hours. So that's 48 miles in a 48-hour time period. I was doing this to help raise money for a charity that's being set up called Lads Without Dads. I'll share that in the show notes in case you want to go and contribute towards it and find out a little bit more. And it's done. I completed it. I. It feels like I was in a trance state for the majority of the weekend. And I just wanted to share with you a few things that I learned from doing that challenge. And they are relevant in terms of what we've been speaking about last week and this week in terms of beliefs and belief portals. Now, three things that I learned most from doing this challenge for myself was, number one, commitment is king. It truly is everything. When I went into this challenge, there was a level of certainty that I hadn't experienced before. I just knew that this is what I want. And perhaps I had experienced it when I stopped drinking, but not right in the beginning. And I just knew that I was going to complete this challenge. I knew that over the 48 hours, I was going to get up every four hours, starting at four o'clock in the morning and run four miles. That was just not even in doubt in my mind that level of commitment was huge and quitting just wasn't going to be an option one because there was a degree of who i wanted to become through going through this process of running and then also because i was doing this for charity and people had been putting money to sponsor me to go through this so you know there was kind of a few different layers as to why i was so committed to doing this and it got done starting at four o'clock in the morning and getting up every four hours it was a bizarre experience and i was incredibly lucky because 
I was doing it with a, a group of other guys. There was about six or seven of us. And before every single run, we jumped on a Zoom call, maybe 10, 15 minutes before. And that was really, really powerful. Just knowing that there was all these other guys going about in the UK doing this at exactly the same time was really inspiring because it helped me to then have accountability. And also after each run, we were able to check in with each other. Before each run, we were able to check in with each other. So having that support network was huge. And bearing in mind, there was only one guy that I originally knew from this group and none of the others I, I had a clue or had never even met before. And now we've created this bond, which is awesome. Then the second thing that I learned from doing this challenge is that being tired is never, ever a valid excuse, like ever. If I can get up and run four miles and recover and go out again every four hours, then being tired is not an excuse. Now, between each run, I would get back, I was doing about 10 minute miles, right? So 40 minutes of the four hours. So that left me three hours, 20 minutes between each run. During that time, I would get some refuel on the go. I'd have to do stretching, especially as it got later on stages. And then where I could just rest up as much as possible. Now, the nutrition side of it was fine. I had a plan in place and that is really really important right it's like when you have a plan it helps to take away that mental fatigue or mental decision making of what it is that you need to do which is what really helped with the commitment it really did come back to the commitment like i was committed because i had planned in advance i knew what i was going to eat i knew what i was going to wear it was all done like that decision making process and this can be applied to stopping drinking as well like, what is it that you can do to plan to help your, to set yourself up for success when you stop drinking? So, of course, you're not doing food plans here. You're not doing drink plans here. But what you can do is plan, well, what will I do when I experience an urge? What's the plan that I can have in place for myself? What can I plan when I'm going out to an event and I know there's going to be alcohol? Like, how can I plan ahead of time? as to how I want to show up for that experience. Planning is so, so important and it really, really ties in with the commitment. It makes it so much easier. So being tired is never an excuse. Like I, I can't ever say to myself, oh, I'm too tired to go out and do this or do that because I got up with minimal sleep over the period of 48 hours and went out and did running. Now, the fifth and sixth and seventh runs were pretty brutal as well and where I was running uh, my knee was really locking up and I was just <laughs> I found it hard to even turn around a corner so I had to have that commitment like there was no way that I wasn't going to do this I was going to find a way in my head I was going to walk the rest even if I had to and I found some stretches. I found some stretches online in between the, the night and those runs were like 12 and four in the morning. So they were pretty horrible. No one was around. And I found these stretches and eventually it, it loosened up. It loosened up and I was able to keep going and to really follow through with what it is that I wanted to do. So when you're fully committed, when you don't buy into your own bullshit about how tired you are or how difficult something's going to be, you find a way. And then the third thing that I'd like to share with you that I learned about doing this challenge 
is to celebrate the shit out of what you achieve. Now, when I'd first completed it, I noticed that I was starting to have some thoughts where I was kind of discounting what I'd gone through, Start starting to think, well, yeah, I think this was hard, but I've probably done harder things before. And that because I've done running, like that probably made it easier and blah, 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 blah. Like all of these stupid excuses or limitations that I was offering myself about what I'd achieved. But here's the thing, right? I just noticed them and I decided not to make them mean anything. I didn't want to judge them. I just thought, you know what? Like this is how my brain has previously worked and I'm not going to accept that anymore. I'm not going to tolerate that anymore. And I'm so glad I did because I shared my story the whole way through on social media. And I even had lots of thoughts about that, thinking about, oh, people are just going to think I'm bragging or people are going to think I'm showing off. And just all of this nonsense, this this stuff that our mind makes up, like get so fucking worried about what other people will think. And it just feels horrible. And I saw through that. And do you know what? It was amazing because... As I was sharing this story, people started messaging me. People started checking on me how I was getting on. And at the end, when I'd finished, people were saying how inspired they were by what I'd done. People were saying what an achievement it was. And you know what? It was. And I am super proud of what I've done. And I'm super proud of what the outcome will be in terms of getting this charity off the ground as well. And it just proves to myself, right, like what I can do what you can do what we all can do is showing other people what is possible also that is so so powerful so they were the three things i learned okay so commitment tired is never an excuse and celebrate the shit out of yourself now let's dive into today's episode we're going to be talking about belief portals so last week we were looking at what beliefs are we were talking about how we get beliefs from when we're young and through the experiences that we have in life and that when we have a belief we truly think it's true like we live by that truth and the belief is supported by how we show up like the behavior we take the things that we do in our life all kind of support what our belief systems are so when we come to this point where we are challenging what we believe where we don't want to believe what we believe anymore especially when we're talking about alcohol right like we don't want to think about we don't want to identify of ourselves as somebody who drinks anymore Somebody who needs alcohol in their life, whether it's to have fun, whether it's to celebrate, whether it's to to numb out, right? They are all beliefs and why we think we need alcohol. Now, when we are stopping or when you are stopping, they are or there are going to be moments of where you're believing that it's possible for you, where you're believing that you can stop drinking. And in the beginning, they're going to be few and far between. And it's a bit of a, a cliched analogy, but you've got to think about it like being in the thought gym, right? When you go to the gym, you only build muscle by doing it consistent, consistently and regularly. If you're just going like once, maybe twice a week, you're not going to get those results. Like the muscle is not going to get up to a point where it has that memory where it's able to build upon. 
Same applies with changing how you believe around alcohol. When you have had all of this conditioning and belief systems for many, many years about why you need alcohol, when you want to stop, your brain is going to want to default to what it's believed previously. The reason it does that, because it wants to be efficient, it doesn't want to think about it, it knows what the outcome is going to be, it likes predicting, our brains love to be right. So when we introduce new beliefs, the brain is not going to reject them as such, but it's just not believing that they're true yet. Like there, there is no evidence for your mind as to why you want to believe that. So you have to go out and create the evidence, find the possibility of what you're doing is and will work. So one thing to know is not to judge or criticize or belittle your current belief systems about alcohol, about yourself. Just having the awareness that you've got them is huge because from that awareness, that gives you choice, that gives you optimism and hope. Now, when you kind of get all hard on yourself and start criticizing yourself for having them or recognizing them, what that will do is end up creating feelings that will feel negative, that will feel less than you particularly want to be going for. And if you drink to escape your feelings, you can see how that might play out. So the key is going to be here, guys, is to have compassion for yourself. Now, that might even be a skill that you have to develop in the beginning, right? To understand that when the critical mind is active, and for some that might be much more than others, it's just to recognize that it's going to produce negative emotions because our thoughts create our feelings. So when we're having negative thoughts, or thoughts are neutral, by the way, but when we're having thoughts that produce negative emotions, they're going to lead to taking actions that prove our current beliefs. This is why it's so important to become a watcher, to see what it is that you are thinking, to recognize that there is always, always, always a choice in what you think. To stop drinking, you have to change what you believe about yourself. You have to change what you believe about your capabilities, your worthiness, and you have to change what you believe around alcohol. Because when you start chipping away at those belief systems, when you start poking holes at them and question how true they really are and get curious about why you're choosing to believe them, then you get to this point where you're able to start welcoming in new beliefs, new ways of thinking about yourself and about alcohol. And as you do this, you begin to create belief portals. Now, for me, a belief portal is a moment in a day where you start to make different decisions around alcohol based on what you're starting to believe is possible or where you see that there's an alternative decision that can be made. The belief portal is like a moment where you step into this future version of yourself who doesn't drink and thinks differently. It's a snapshot of what is possible for you. Now, in the beginning, belief portals are going to open and close fairly quickly. And that's just because your mind is going to want to default back to what it's believed before. So what you want to be looking at is how can I make this belief portal last a little bit longer? How can I step into it for a longer period of time? And first, you've got to recognize that you're in it, right? So any moment in a day, perhaps where you have a trigger or an urge to drink or a thought comes up about what you're going to do at the weekend that involves alcohol, 
that's a moment where you can step into a belief pool where you can start to think about, okay, well, what is the different decision or choice that I want to make here? And then the longer that you stay in it, the more that you experience what it feels like to change how you feel, to change how you think, then that portal will begin to grow. A belief portal is the evidence that you're looking for. These are the moments in the day where you are believing something new, where you make those different choices. The more familiar you get with what it feels like to make choices based on what you want to believe, the easier it will be to reproduce that feeling when you need it most. It feels great to believe in yourself, to make conscious choices, but the mind, being like it be, can be quick to temper, right? To weigh it down with old belief systems and fears. This is why I think it's so important that we're able to celebrate ourselves. Where if we recognize in a day, we have made a different choice, no matter how small or insignificant you might think it is, it is you in a belief portal. It is you making a new conscious decision. And the more that you can go back to that, the more that you can relive it, the more that you can feel it, then the more you are building up that belief muscle. Now, if you find yourself defaulting, right, going back, thinking about old, outdated beliefs, this isn't a problem. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean anything about what you're trying to achieve. In fact, expect it. Like the mind is just going to want to do that because that's what it's known for such a long time. This isn't a problem. It's going to want to bring up old shit. But you don't have to listen to it. It's just the conditioning, misplaced efficiency of the mind. And when we jump on to recognizing that we have these thoughts about who we believe we still are, it can create those feelings, as I say, where we feel sorry for ourselves, where we think it's not working. And the whole time, all of that does is it just kind of pulls you away from your belief portal. It pulls you away from that future version of yourself. So just have awareness of that because then you can decide. As you go through the next week, I want you to look out for those moments in the day where you are stepping into a belief portal, where you are stepping into that future version of yourself, where you're making the decisions that you don't want to drink, where you're creating the evidence of what is possible for you. That is where the magic lies. That is where you get to create the new identity for yourself, where you get to upgrade your thinking, where you have challenged what you previously believe about alcohol and yourself. It really is an amazing, amazing thing that you can do for yourself. All right, guys, thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Take care and bye-bye. If you want to find out more about working with me and seeing how I can help you stop drinking and start showing up in life the way that you really want, visit patrickjfox.com to find out more or book a free consultation using the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.